Are you a musician interested in improving your performance? Welcome to Notes on Jazz. I'm your host, Keith Davis. If you want to learn more about jazz improvisation, harmony, and composition, or just want to improve your piano skills, this is the place for you. We'll be hosting interviews with fellow musicians, offering tips and techniques on study and practice, and lots of other cool stuff. Whatever instrument you play, or if you're a vocalist, you will find something helpful and interesting here. So come hang out with us at Notes on Jazz. As a pianist, another important skill to develop is accompanying. Whether accompanying other musicians as part of an ensemble, or accompanying vocalists, or whatever circumstance you may find yourself in, a good accompanist is a highly valued asset. In this episode, I'll offer a few pointers and suggestions about the skills necessary to become a good accompanist, and how to develop those skills. As we've discussed before, a pianist can perform many different roles. We can play as a soloist, where we handle everything from playing the melody to providing our own harmonic backing and supporting the whole thing rhythmically. At the same time, we can be improvising all these parts simultaneously. It is quite a feat to pull this off successfully and make it musically pleasing to the ears of our listeners. Even so, being able to do all those things doesn't necessarily make a good accompanist. What does make a good accompanist? First, in my opinion, is the ability, and more importantly, the willingness to listen and allow another performer to take the lead. This applies to any situation where you are playing with other musicians. Musicians, especially jazz musicians, want to play with others who take part in the group interplay, exchanging musical ideas and having a sense of playing together. That's why we call it playing music. Still, there are times in ensemble playing where we need to step back and simply be supportive. We are still interacting, but it takes a different form. When someone takes an improvised solo, it's the responsibility of the rhythm section to support the soloist. As a pianist, we are providing both harmonic and rhythmic support. Harmonically, we need to understand the chord changes and the structure of the tune we are playing. We need to know the melody. We also need to consider the range of the instruments we are comping for. Comping is short for accompanying, by the way. If it's a trumpet, we can play chord voicings that are in a higher register than if it's a trombone, for example. We also want to voice the chords in ways that match the harmonic structure and that support what the soloist is doing. For example, if a soloist is playing very inside the chord changes, we don't want to play lots of alterations. It all comes back to listening. Our job as an accompanist is to make a soloist sound good. These same ideas apply to accompanying vocalists. We want to remember that our job is mainly supportive. It helps if we already know the tune they are singing. If not, it is very important to have a chart with the melody and the correct harmonies. Or maybe it's in a different key than we're used to. Then we need to take the time to make sure we can play it in the new key, or we need to rely on a good chart. Notice I said a good chart. In my opinion, another important responsibility of an accompanist is to make sure that the harmonies work with the song. Often lead sheets from fake books have incorrect changes, or at least not the best choices. Be prepared by playing through the tune and making sure you can navigate it, fixing anything that doesn't work or make sense. As in any supportive role, we have to be careful that we are playing voicings that support the melody. We don't want to play dissonant voicings that detract from the melody. If the melody note is the 9 of the chord, we don't want to play a flat 9 underneath it. If the melody is a root, I need to be careful about playing a major 7 under it. I learned this at an early age. A vocalist that I was playing with told me, you're playing all the pretty notes. 
I understood right away that I was adding tensions that were overriding her melody notes. This was a valuable lesson for me. Accompanying, especially with vocalists, is a situation where we could apply the term less is more. Leave some space for them to phrase the melody the way they feel it. Play fills in the right places that don't disturb the flow of the melody. Be ready to give them a melody note if it seems that they need it. I really like to know the melody of a song if I'm accompanying a soloist. I try to prepare myself as if I'm playing the song as a solo arrangement with the melody on top of the voicings. This is a good starting point. If a vocalist is more experienced, they may not need this type of support as much, and you can play more, meaning being more interactive. If they are less experienced, they need more support. If you are a good accompanist for them, they may not even realize how much help you are providing. Always remember that they are the focus, and you are there to provide support. Rhythmic support in all situations is equally important. We must play good time, but also listen and follow. As a friend of mine used to say, sometimes we must be forgiving. It's not about always being right. It's about making music that is pleasing to us and to the audience. Sometimes the best thing to do is follow someone if they make a mistake, instead of trying to make them follow you. Next time, maybe I'll need someone to be forgiving towards me. Accompanying someone, whether vocalist or instrumentalist, as a solo pianist can really be challenging, but also quite rewarding. As the accompanist, you are responsible for everything, knowing the melody, harmony, and providing a solid rhythmic foundation. I really enjoy these kinds of duos quite a bit if the soloist is good. I always enjoy playing with a good singer. Duos with a good bass player or even drums can be lots of fun. I hope that you'll find something helpful here. You can always reach out to me at keithdavismusic.com if you have questions or comments. Thanks for checking out Notes on Jazz. If you want to communicate with me, I offer free consultations. Just check the podcast notes for a link. You can also find a link to my website for CDs, downloads, and videos. See you next time at Notes on Jazz. Notes on Jazz.